This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Hubble, spelt H-U-B-B-L. It fuses streaming and free-to-air TV into a single experience, which means you don't have to go in and out of apps to discover content you'll love. Hubble, it's TV and streaming made easy. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 28th of June. In your squiz today, China and Russia on the G7 agenda. Hedley Thomas takes the stand in the Chris Dawson trial. Gender equality in Australia. And Alexa wants to get familiar. This is your squiz today. The annual G7 summit is underway with the leaders of Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the UK and the US meeting in Germany. As we mentioned last week, the war in Ukraine is a big topic, but another agenda item being focused on is China's coercive economic practices. And it's that issue that's seen the announcement of a US $600 billion commitment to financing infrastructure in developing countries. Take us through PGII, Claire. Yeah, it's a pretty hot name. It's the <laughs> Partnership for Global Infrastructure and Investment. It's the G7's answer to China's Belt and Road Initiative. Of course, what China did back in 2013, its President Xi Jinping launched what has been his major platform to engage with the world, particularly those countries that he's looking for support from. Uh, China has pumped those countries full of money for infrastructure programs. And what it has seen is Western leaders on the back foot when it comes to dealing with some issues. Uh, Australia has just been through that recently with the Solomon Mm. Islands, uh, with the Solomon Islands favouring China on a security deal. So it's a live issue and it really is an acknowledgement from the West that they need to do more to engage the world and developing countries. The money will go towards projects in low and middle income democratic nations to tackle things like climate change and improve health, gender equity and digital infrastructure. Ukraine is still very much top of mind, though, as well, with the leaders talking of a long-term commitment to helping Ukraine, and that's across both weapons and sanctions. Yeah, China and Russia are seen as a bit of a block. And when it comes to dealing with Russia, Ukraine is the main game in town. Uh, When it comes to dealing with that war, what the G7 nations have done is say that they are committed to keeping support up for Ukraine, uh, as you say, with weapons and ammunitions, but also with further economic sanctions against the Russian economy. That's been pretty effective to date. Uh, It's a bit piecemeal, according to some analysts. But there are signs that Russia's economy is hurting. One of those signs came through yesterday uh, with news that Russia has defaulted on its foreign currency sovereign debt. Uh, That's the first time that it's done that in a while. And while Russia has the money, the $100 million that it needs to make that payment, because of the sanctions that are in place, it can't actually get that sum to its international creditors. And that's pretty embarrassing for Russia. Analysts say that while it isn't a major thing, it could be a sign of financial troubles ahead for the country. 
the trial of Chris Dawson, the former rugby league player and teacher accused of murdering his wife, Lynn, continues with journalist Hedley Thomas taking the stand yesterday. Thomas is, of course, the creator of the Teacher's Pet podcast, which focuses on the disappearance of Lynn and really is the reason that this case has come to such national attention. Yeah, there certainly was a galvanising behind the podcast and with all this information that was very much in the public sphere that brought police back to the case and saw Chris Dawson charged with that murder. Uh, What came out in court yesterday is that the Teacher's Pet podcast has been downloaded some 60 million times internationally, which makes it an absolute blockbuster. Mm. Also, it plays into the fears that those defence lawyers had uh, that they were worried that Dawson could get a fair trial because that information was so very prominently in the public sphere. What Thomas said yesterday was that he came to the project uh, without any prejudice against Chris Dawson, but the further he got into it, the more he thought he was guilty of murder. The trial continues. It is actually a judge alone trial, so no jury because of the fears that they wouldn't be able to find an impartial jury because of the popularity of the podcast. On to environmental news now. The latest data on Australia's carbon emissions has been released and it shows a 0.8% increase in emissions in the last year as the country has bounced back out of lockdown. Yeah, and the context, of course, to that is that emissions fell by 5.3% in the year to March 2021. And that's effectively because we'd been locked down uh, for 12 months and that we weren't getting out and about very much. But as those restrictions started to lift, uh, we saw more activity when it came to the transport sector, also in agriculture, manufacturing and gas production. So that has seen that uptick in those carbon emissions. What officials say is that Australia's emissions are down 21.4% on 2005 levels. And if you want to look at the scoreboard, what the coalition were targeting was a 26 to 28% cut. The Albanese government is targeting a 42% cut on 2005 levels by 2030. So there's a bit of a way to go. Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek says the environment is back front and centre of federal priorities. She made that comment at a United Nations Ocean Conference in Lisbon. Still in Australian news and a new report from the Workplace Gender Equality Agency says that women in Australia continue to earn consistently less than men and that's across every age bracket. Yeah, so they're a government agency and what they say in this field really is the official data on what's happening with pay equity, uh, looking at the difference between men and women's pay packets. What the latest report says is that the biggest issue is discrimination, also that women are spending time outside the workforce to care for children and family. And when it comes to getting back into work, they're unable to lock up those full-time roles that attract the big pay packets. Uh, They're looking for part-time roles so that they can maintain some flexibility. So when you look across the age brackets, things really do turn against women when they turn 35 years old. Uh, They start at that point earning $7.78 for every $10 earned by men. And then it gets worse for the next 30 years until things improve a bit for them when they hit 65 years old so maybe just hang in there (laughs) funny but also not funny at all the director of the workplace gender equality agency says that for change to happen there needs to be as much support as possible for women to return to work flexibly and to genuinely think about part-time roles in senior management if you want to have a bit more of a read of this one i'll pop a link in your episode notes 
We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today. And in the Northern Territory now, NASA has successfully launched their first ever commercial launch outside the US. The rocket blasted off from the Arnhem Space Centre, Claire. Yeah, it's the first ever commercial space launch from Australia. It's also NASA's first commercial launch outside of the United States. So it really is pretty groundbreaking. What they're doing is launching rockets into space that carry, uh, and hang on for this, it's an X-ray quantum calorimeter. Mm -hmm. Uh, What it does is that it looks down from the southern hemisphere and what it's trying to do is study a star's light and they're wanting to see whether that influences a planet's ability to host life. So they're doing some really technical work. Uh, What I enjoyed it for was the massive woohoo from the official (laughs) video that NASA put out. It was pretty epic. Yeah, they were pretty pumped as that rocket took off. There are two more launches happening in July. Wrapping up today, Claire, Amazon are looking for a way to build greater trust between Alexa, their voice-activated virtual home assistant, and its users, and it's, uh, it's raising some eyebrows. Yeah, what they want to do is uh, enable a feature that mimics the voice of a specific person. So it could be your grandmother who died 20 years ago. Uh, All you need is to have less than a minute of audio of her voice and they're going to be able to feed that into Alexa. So that's the voice that will be speaking to you. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I guess it depends on what side of that line that you fall on. I quite like the idea of having Ruth Cracknell give you a crack at exactly what it is you need to do that day. I don't know who Ruth Cracknell is. Oh, she's an like iconic Australian actress. Okay. <laughs> she died a few years ago, but she really was quite something and she's got a beautiful voice. Right, Ruth Cracknell for you. I reckon a few people might go for Morgan Freeman. But uh, there are concerns about some ethical issues and privacy and consent, so it is still in development. Squeeze the day, Claire, what's something to take note of today? Oh, look, it's a massive day for data nerds. If you like stats today, it really doesn't get much better. Uh, A lot of data from the 2021 census is out this morning. Uh. Uh, We're going to get a look at the Australian snapshot covering population, housing, uh, things like unpaid work and caring that we've just been talking about, um, health, transport, what's happening in Indigenous communities, all sorts of stuff. So it's a big day for stats nerds. And, of course, we did the census during COVID, so a huge snapshot of, uh, of what COVID has been like for Australia. Stand by for that one. Another one to watch today, the sentencing of Ghislaine Maxwell. That's been a high-profile case that's been going on for a while. It is also, though, National Caps Lock Day, so if you accidentally yell at someone via text message, no need to apologise or say it was an accident, just say it's National Caps Lock Day. That's all from us. Have a good one. We'll be back tomorrow. 